0: In the future, time travel will be illegal. I tell you how I found out, but then I get it. There he is! Get him! Get this is
1: Twenty Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy twenty questions. questions. I'm David Reinstrom, and I'm David Brunel Brutman. Dave, how are you, and what is up? Everything. Everything is up. No, no, I lied. Nothing is up. I I've been encountering uh in in my life and in my mental space a lot of uh like brutalist architecture like
0: what is brutalist architecture okay so for the audience yeah
1: so imagine you ignorant shits. thanks for insulting all of our listeners uh <laughs> so for the people who didn't immediately uh turn off the podcast imagine an ugly blocky institutional building uh, you are thinking of a piece of brutalist architecture. I visited Boston uh,
0: a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did you see their uh, what is
1: it, Town Hall? And well, in in Boston, actually I didn't see the Town Hall, but in Boston there there is a notable or city city hall I guess. Yeah, there is a notable Boston City Hall like, is
0: supposed to be one of the ugliest buildings in America, right? It
1: is a it is a concrete bunker building. Um it's it's pretty bad. So but I, I didn't see that. What I did see was on the Harvard campus, there are a number of these these brutalist buildings. It's weird, they just don't fit in because you walk to, you know, like the old core of of Harvard and it's all of these eighteenth century uh kind of housey looking buildings uh, if, sure. if you imagine George Washington walking into or out of a building you're imagining the sort of building that that these are um but then there are these like yeah just these like imposing masses of concrete imagine the the one that one weird building on your college campus that like didn't look like any
0: of the other buildings the riot-proof one?
1: Yes, that's exactly the thing. So there's always uh there's always this story about brutalist buildings that they were built to be riot-proof, uh, because they're these big, like, blocky concrete bunkers. Um and we had some uh dorms, uh which have since been demolished. I don't know if you were aware of this, David. But all of those yeah yeah so uh, uh, where we went to school there were a couple of uh, dorms from uh, they they must have been from the 70s uh, that were you know just big blocky cinder block concrete dorms Um, and they were ugly as balls but like square balls Uh, and they had these kind of narrow twisty hallways inside and the persistent rumor uh, on our campus was that those buildings and those hallways were designed to break up crowds, so students couldn't gather together in large groups and start a riot because they were built in the '70s uh, when the student protest movement was at its height, sure. or rather, I guess the student protest movement was at its height in the the late '60s, but. You know, the the administration was still thinking, oh, shit, it was just the, the late 60s, so we're about to build these buildings. We better, like, buckle down and make these riot-proof. So sure. these goddamn kids can't organize and, like, throw trash cans on fire at each other's heads uh, and shout about social justice. So I looked this up, and I found an article. All those rumors are... Potes false. Oh, good. I was, uh, is it good? I was kind of disappointed. Like, I like. No, that
0: means we, we're free to start riots now if we want. Let's go back to school and start a riot. Well,
1: they tore down, they tore down all those buildings.
0: I know. Let's start a riot about it. So,
1: you know, we could have started a riot at any time. I see. Yeah. Like, when we were there, we were not living in what were the supposed riot-proof dorms. So we could have just rioted our asses off. But instead we, like, did homework. What? More fool me. I know. We squandered our time at college. (laughs) We should have been fucking more things and setting more things on fire. Well, I see college didn't take because you still think of women as things. I wasn't suggesting women. Oh, okay. (laughs) So uh, all of these buildings, almost all of them, were not built in the late 60s and early 70s, uh, concurrent with the student protest movement.
0: When were they built? Almost all of them were built
1: in the late 50s and early 60s, Mm. just before there was widespread student unrest. And it just happened to be... Okay, so concrete is cheap, and uh, that style just happened to be hyper-modern and in vogue at the time. Like, if you wanted to say, uh, hey, we're a university of the future! We're forward-looking! Um,
0: you, you would... You'd build a dormitory that looked like a parking garage?
1: Yeah, yeah, because nothing else on campus looked like a parking garage, and nobody even knew what a parking garage was supposed to look like yet because they hadn't built a lot of them. Man, aesthetics. It was a bold aesthetic statement of, we're rejecting the the froofiness of the past for uh, the beautiful, uncluttered geometry of the future.
0: I like that. I like that as like a university slogan. Reject the froofiness of the past. Uh, I would put that over the gates to my university,
1: except it wouldn't have gates, because gates are from the past. <laughs> <laughs> my university would have... Um, Okay, it's all underground, and there's like, it, imagine like a field, like there's a quad, right? It's like sure. a field of grass, but there's no buildings, and around the edges, there's just stairwells that go down, oh. and it's all contained in a bunker underground. I guess what I'm describing is um, THX 1138, the, the George Lucas uh, pre-Star Wars sci-fi film. Anyway, everybody lives in a giant bunker underground. But like a big one. Like there's hallways that you can walk around. Anyway, that's gonna be my university. It's gonna be radiation proof. What are you gonna call it? Uh, it's gonna be called the Underversity. I actually kind of like that. Our, uh, no wait, that, that's just gonna turn into an OFC joke. <laughs> I was gonna say our mascot or the Fighting mole men.
0: Yeah, well talking of mole people and our fair city. Yes the other podcast that you can hear my voice on and hear my words on and, City. and hear
1: you like slapping things around on or like <laughs> smacking
0: metal pipes into stuff i don't know what kind of foley stuff do you do so we went to a steam museum i think i told you about this on the show and you and i have been to the heston steam museum in indiana yeah, yeah. and i there was, did some uh... field recordings there with duo and jillian and my dad
1: yeah, and there was the junkyard uh, a while back.
0: Oh, man, we got some good stuff from that. You're right, I forgot about that. I definitely hit some cars with a crowbar and a hammer. Yeah, yeah that was awesome.
1: Yeah, so uh, listen to our Fair City, gentle
0: listeners. You can hear David Reinstrom hit a car with a crowbar. It's true, you can hear me hit all kinds of stuff. Uh, but what we're doing, instead of, we've moved past destruction, and we've moved into building. Ho, uh, right now we are working on uh, a new studio because what we used to do is we used a studio a, a new-dio. We used to record out of Clayton's, uh, out of executive producer Clayton's uh, apartment. Okay, uh, we converted one of his one of the bedrooms in the apartment that he and his wife share. Um, into a recording studio. It's Clayton's office, but now—that's, I mean,
1: that's kind of charming. I kind of yeah, like I, that.
0: That's that's kind of. I think that's kind you of. You and I are for... recording in
1: our home offices right now. It, exactly.
0: We are converting a an aban- and like a disused power station. Into a studio. Have I told you about this? You didn't tell me that it was a disused power station. That's fucking steam power station. Yeah, so we're in the basement of this power station. On the first, on the street level floor, is a circus gym. What? And we are separated by it, from it, and from the outside by like a foot and a half of concrete. So even on like salsa and tango nights at the circus gym, when Wait, people are that doesn't around. seem
1: circusy to me
0: they have dance classes there too okay, uh, but they fine. play loud music and you cannot hear it it's right next to the l you cannot hear the train that's good it's yeah it's so loud outside and inside even without any sound treating just from all the uh, the concrete
1: so i guess there is something to be said for monolithic concrete architecture
0: that's true that is true it
1: may not be riot proof but it is soundproof
0: um this this building probably dates to like the 20s or 30s i imagine i
1: i would much rather be in abandoned 20s power station than abandoned 60s power station
0: exactly it's it's pretty sweet we like we put up walls and we're hanging drywall and we're gonna cover everything in foam and it's gonna be really nifty cool yeah, that's where wait, the that's where the, wait, end, that's where the wait, show is going to record from now on. Yo. Wait, hm.
1: where are you getting the foam?
0: Well, okay, so there's this guy under this did underpass. You,
1: did you go back to the foam, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> no, where are you gonna, sourcing this acoustic foam?
0: We're gonna get the acoustic foam on on the internet. We're not gonna okay, or maybe from some sort of audio supply company, but not from certified
1: some... troll f- troll free foam.
0: Right. Troll and cruelty-free.
1: Okay. Hey, David, have you ever been back to that underpass?
0: No! Are you crazy? You think I want to get shanked by the foam troll?
1: Well, he might shank you with foam. I it's feel true. like that's probably survivable.
0: Eh. Just a little gentle shank.
1: So that sounds pretty cool. It, it seems like you've got, a, you've got a real sweet space out there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be where we rehearse, and it's going to be where we like plan parties and have cast parties, I think. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be sweet. Do you have to,
1: like, it's wire shit up? you have boards? Like, sound boards?
0: Yeah, we'll have a sound board. It's funny, because we were thinking about, oh, should we build the recording studio? You know, because there's going to be the control room, and there's going to be the studio. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. oh, should we make a... Um, should we put in a soundproof window? You should And then we thought, you know what? Totally do it. That sounds hard and expensive. So what we're going to do instead. It sounds proof. <laughs> what we're going to do instead is just have two webcams and two monitors. Hmm,
1: interesting. So you're you're going to be like completely isolated.
0: Completely isolated. There's not going to be a window. There's going to be a view screen. Dave, are you ready to play 20 questions Tuesday?
1: I am super ready to talk about 20 questions Tuesday. In fact, I'm going to talk about 20 questions Tuesday. Uh, Wait, are we talking about
0: 20 Questions Tuesday? What did you ask? No, we're play Ah. 20 Questions Tuesday. We've been talking about 20 Questions Tuesday this whole
1: time. Okay,
0: hold on. Let's try this again. Yes. Dave. (laughs) Dave, are you ready to play 20 Questions Tuesday? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's go over the rules. Let's go over the rules. Rule number one. I will think of a thing. Two. Dave will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of that thing. Three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game, and reality as we know it, is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game, and we all get to live for another week. Five. Pass the wine glass to the right, the fondue fork to the left, and the doobie. Man, you can keep the doobie. Don't do drugs, America.
1: Hey, it's not drugs anymore in some places.
0: Do the drugs some parts of America.
1: No, wait, I guess it's still drugs, yeah. but it's legal.
0: Yeah. When drugs are made
1: legal, they're not drugs anymore, right? Is I, that how drugs work? I don't know. I, I yeah, feel like, that I, sounds that sounds right. I feel like amoxicillin
0: is still a drug.
1: Mm, I don't know. I did a whole bunch of it, and I'm fine. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember much. Maybe I have brain damage. Oh, no. Okay, I'm ready. Then you may ask your first question. David, question number one. Is the thing you're thinking of a bat? (laughs) No, it's not a bat. Is it an inanimate object? It is not an inanimate object. Question three. Uh, Is this thing living? Yes. Is it a plant? It is not a plant. Is it an amminol? It is an Um, Is it the most dangerous animal? No, but it is the most dangerous game. Uh, Okay. So, like um, a platypus with a syringe? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that? No. Are you sure that's not the most dangerous game? Oh, wait, no, I know what it is. The most dangerous game. Duh, Parcheesi. (laughs) Knife
0: Parcheesi. I will say that there is a game involved here, but that is not the part that you are currently guessing.
1: So we're talking about a person.
0: We're talking about a person.
1: Uh, Is this person uh, currently living? Yes. Uh, Is this person a, a public figure? Yes. Is this person... A woman? No. Is this person a dude bro? He is a dude bro. Is it a musician? No. Nope. Is it an actor? Nope. Is it a politician? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Currently living politician. Is this person a, an asshole? I don't think so. Okay. Um, is this person roguish?
0: Uh, not especially.
1: Uh, is this somebody who... Uh, is currently in office yes sir Mm. is it somebody who is i I don't know is it obama it is the president yes i was like trying to think of other questions to ask in the interim but then i realized why am i doing that i know where this is going right so listeners i'm trying to draw this out to provide entertainment for you
0: I don't think you're going to I'm doing need to a draw this out. I'm doing a service. This is, uh, I got to tell you, this is kind of involved.
1: All right. So President it's, Obama is it's doing It's Barack something. Obama. Yes. President and Barack Obama. he's jumping out of a helicopter while no, smoking a joint. He is not. Onto, like, Kim Jong-un's head, and he's <laughs> going to get him in one of those, like, sexy thigh locks. Uh-huh. And Kim Jong-un is like, ooh, this is kind of arousing. And Barack Obama is like, I know it is, and then he snaps his neck with his <laughs> thighs, uh, and then I, I don't know. Then he just like jumps into the ocean and lives with the whales. No, that's what you're thinking of.
0: That is not what I'm thinking of.
1: Was I like close? Give me a percent. Oh. Give me a percentage.
0: Uh, can you express percentages as negative numbers? Yeah, sure. Okay, you were negative negative thirty-five percent correct.
1: Hmm. Negative 35. That's not too far into the negatives. (laughs) All right. So Barack Obama is doing something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is he doing something that he would normally do in the line of duty as president of these United States? No, he is not. Okay. Uh, Is he doing something like like dad related?
0: Is he wearing his dad jeans? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, he could be wearing dad jeans, but he's... Probably just wearing comfortable clothes. He might you know, I don't know, I don't know how he dresses when he's not in president mode.
1: We know how he dresses when he's not in president mode. He wears oh, the dad, dad jeans. jeans. Sure. Or some, you know, comfortable slacks. Is he in the United States? Sure. Let's say he's at the White House. Okay, so he's at the White House and he's doing something and it's in his his free time. Correct. It's his spare time. Correct. That he surely has so much of. Um is it some kind of hobby?
0: Yeah, very much so. Uh
1: is it a um is it a hobby that involves making something?
0: Uh it can. Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't have to.
1: Is it a really widespread hobby?
0: Yes, it is. Do you have to buy a lot of things to do this hobby? You don't have to, you certainly can. You have to spend a little bit of money? But you don't have to. But you can spend tons of money. Do you collect things in this hobby? Again, you
1: don't have to. Some people do. Oh wait, you said a game was involved. So this hobby is a game of some sort. Correct. Okay. Uh, is it? Is it nerdy? It is very nerdy. Is it Dungeons and Dragons?
0: Yes. You have the first part of it, David. President Obama is playing Dungeons and Dragons. You have to figure out who he is playing with. Sure. And what character classes they play.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Obama's character class is obviously black president.
0: Uh, he is the DM. Oh, okay. So, Obama is the DM. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to tell you how many how many uh, party members there are? Uh,
1: no, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, I'll I'll just kind of come to the end of the list. So obviously,
0: okay. he's playing with Biden. He is not playing with Biden. What? Biden is coming back, coming by to make fun of the people playing. I feel like you
1: could convince Joe Biden to play Dungeons and Dragons. I feel like.
0: Yeah, but but President Obama has convinced Biden that he's helping. By bringing in more popcorn every once in a while. Okay, sure. And then Biden pops another, like, 40, flips everybody off and goes, nerds! And then goes just outside the door jam and looks in.
1: Oh. Oh, yes. I've forgotten. Joe Biden in 20 Questions Tuesday is always Onion Joe Biden.
0: Always Onion Joe Biden.
1: So, uh, is he playing with other politicians? Yes. Exclusively? Exclusively. Okay. Is he playing with Hillary Clinton? He is not. Is he playing with only other Democrats? No. Hmm. Is he playing with John McCain?
0: He is not playing with John McCain.
1: Is he playing with other politicians who are like known dorks? Not necessarily, no. Okay. Is everybody else in office
0: currently? No. No. None of the rest of them are in office. Oh. Hmm. Are they alive? No, to a man, the other people that he is playing with are in real life dead.
1: Okay, so they're the ghosts of former presidents.
0: They're just the former presidents. This is m- magic.
1: Oh, okay, they can just come back and chill. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's legit. I mean, hell, if, if Vin Diesel can get... Dame <laughs> Judy Dench to play Dungeons and Dragons, right on the set of uh, what was it, Chronicles of Riddick? Mm-hmm. If if that can happen, and listeners, it did happen. There's documentation. Uh, then why the hell can't uh, Barack Obama get dead presidents to come back and play Dungeons and Dragons with him? Okay, so these are famous dead presidents, correct? are they all on money no are any of them on money yes okay so uh i'm gonna say he's is he playing with he's not playing with andrew jackson no he's not jackson you could never get him to play DD. no he can't read (laughs) is he playing with george washington
0: he is not playing with george washington
1: is he playing with abe lincoln
0: he is playing with
1: Abe Lincoln. That's one. Okay. So Abe Lincoln is one of the players. Um, is there anybody else playing who is on money? No. Okay. Uh, Roosevelt. Nope. Well, shit. Ha Which one? You have to, no, you have to just say yes or no. Yes. Wait, I've sabotaged myself. Okay, uh, I'm, hmm, is it better if he's playing with FDR or is it better if he's playing with Teddy Roosevelt? I don't know. Is he playing with FDR? He is not. Okay. So, Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt. Correct. Um, That's two. Who else? Nixon. Correct. That's three. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm,
0: let's see. Reagan? That's four. You have now completed the party. I'm thinking of President Obama DMing a D&D campaign in which the player characters are played by Nixon, Teddy Roosevelt, Reagan, and Lincoln.
1: Okay. And I have to figure out what class everybody is playing? Correct. All right. Well, Obama's the DM. Correct. Um, Are these common classes? Yes, like I would know them off the top of my head. Yes. Keep in mind that I have not played a game of Dungeons and Dragons uh, since I did so with you in college.
0: Long ass time ago.
1: It was a long ass time ago. Is that like seven years ago. At least eight years ago. Yeah, because we only played. We played. Um, I think. I think only sophomore year. Yeah. Of of college. So. Yeah. That would have been like 7 or 8 years ago.
0: Wow. So, keeping that in mind. Yeah, no, I chose I chose character classes that are like core character classes. Okay.
1: So, here are the options. Um okay, so Roosevelt fighter,
0: you can go you can go more specific than that.
1: Um hmm. I'm I'm trying to figure out how I could even puzzle this out or narrow it down.
0: So what is Teddy Roosevelt famous for doing? <sighs> Murdering bears. Okay. Um So that means he spends a lot of time
1: where? In the woods. So Who? he's yeah. So so he communes with nature.
0: He interacts with nature? I wouldn't say he communes with nature.
1: Okay. So he's not like a druid. He's not a druid, no. But he might be
0: like a cleric? Mm-mm. Like a nature cleric. Mm. No, it's a—it's what we would consider a martial class. Martial class? Mm-hmm. Who's that? <laughs> hey, I'd
1: like to make a reservation for two. For dinner. The name is Martial Class. I'm going to slip you a 20 under the table. Ooh. I know I can just leave it on top of the table because it's a tip and this is all standard, but, you know, watch for my wink. Bing! Marshall class. Such a good wink, Marshall class. Uh, okay, so Roosevelt is probably the most difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll back up. Nixon is a warlock.
0: Nixon is not the warlock. Fuck.
1: Nixon, he's uh. is he a
0: caster? He is not.
1: Okay, oh I know yeah okay I can narrow this down by role that's yes, you how can. we can that's how we can do this because I I can figure out what roles are mm-hmm. all right uh, let's so what see. is
0: Teddy what does Teddy Roosevelt do okay
1: so uh is Teddy Roosevelt playing a caster he is not okay uh, he's playing oh but you said fighter was like a a, a large
0: no a, a fighter a fighter and the class that Teddy Roosevelt are are both considered martial classes okay
1: um is lincoln a magic user
0: uh sort of yeah lincoln's a magic user
1: okay uh is reagan a magic user
0: yes reagan and lincoln are both different kinds of magic users okay is reagan the warlock reagan is a warlock bing that's one down okay three more to go good reagan is playing a warlock who's made a terrible deal with a has made a terrible pact with devils fair sold the soul of america fair
1: uh okay lincoln if i if i tried to guess like what kind of magic he used would that be helpful sure uh okay so does he use like standard magic like i don't know what you call it is it arcane magic it's
0: not arcane magic no
1: okay does he use nature magic he does not mm. uh and i we've discounted like demonic magics could you sure. could you tell that i was pronouncing that uh with magics spelled M-A-G-I-C-K-S? C-K-S. yes i could okay good holy magic yes Clerical magic. That one was just a regular C. There was no K in that. Right. Okay. Uh, So is Lincoln a cleric? Lincoln is not a cleric.
0: Is he a paladin? Yes. All right. Two out of four. Reagan the warlock. Lincoln the paladin.
1: And let's see. We got Nixon. Is Nixon a rogue?
0: Nixon is a rogue.
1: Okay. Okay. And the last one is Roosevelt and he's he's some kind of like hard hitting melee class. Uh he's poking things with his sword. He's not poking things with a sword. No. Oh, is he hitting things with a staff? Nope. Is he is he crossbowing things?
0: He's shooting things with a bow.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh he's um
0: he's a ranger. He's a ranger. Yeah, okay.
1: That that works. That makes four sense.
0: Four out of four, Dave. Very well done. David. Yes. What was I thinking of?
1: This week, David, you were thinking of President Barack Obama hosting a White House basement game of Dungeons & Dragons uh, in which the, the other players are four- previous presidents correct their party is Teddy Roosevelt playing a ranger Abraham Lincoln playing a paladin Ronald Reagan playing a warlock and Richard Milhouse Nixon playing a rogue I check for traps he well I mean he, he is a crook
0: yeah he is. I use sleight of hand. I use deception to get
1: away. I use. And he does
0: that for everything. I use steel files. <laughs> have you have you seen? Have we talked about um, Nixon on Twitter? Twitter Nixon? Uh, not on the podcast.
1: Nope. Oh,
0: we have not God. talked about Twitter Nixon. <laughs> God, I love Twitter Nixon so much. Twitter Nixon is pretty entertaining. So the username Dick underscore Nixon uh, is just this playwright from uh, New York or New Jersey who just who wrote a play about Nixon and just spot on impersonates him as though he were an avid Twitter user interested in American politics today. Right, like if actual Richard
1: Nixon had joined Twitter and was kicking around and commenting on shit, it would basically be this.
0: And the thing the thing that's fascinating to me is that most of the tweets aren't funny. They're not supposed to be funny. They're just representing it's just this playwright thinking aloud as Nixon would. Yeah. It's it's funny
1: in sort of like a like a cosmic meta sense. Right. It's funny in the way that dramatic irony is ironic. I think my favorite part of the whole thing was um, the article that you sent me about it initially had some poll quotes from a very well-respected Nixon historian. Yeah. Who was like, yeah, he he basically got it. Like, this Twitter account is basically Nixon. This feels right. <laughs>
0: Somebody somebody tweeted, I'd rather be a good person than a good president. Nixon retweets and responds, this is why you write for a living. <laughs> I like that one. He, he uses my God a lot. Like, my God, did you ever think we'd live in a world where a pair of women with no clothes would send Times Square crashing down? Um, The pedestrian plazas are good for New York on the whole. What you need to do with the costume people is license them or lock them up. I mean, to be fair, Uh
1: that's basically what noted liberal-ass mayor Bill de Blasio said. (laughs) Just not quite so bluntly. Sure. Yeah, those... man, those women are... okay, here's what I like about... here's what I like about the almost completely naked body paint women who walk around Times Square. Mm-hmm. There is, so I, up until very recently, I worked like two blocks below Times Square. And so I would very occasionally, though I tried to avoid it like the goddamn plague, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you must walk through Times Square to get to somewhere. And so I would, you know, see these women who have only shown up in the past, they're of very recent uh, addition to the colorful landscape of sketchy Elmo's and Buzz Lightyear's and, oh, I don't know, Iron Man's uh, who walk around there. So what I like about it is that there is to me something like beautifully and quintessentially American about walking by a woman wearing nothing but body paint and mm-hmm. then less than 2 seconds later walking by a woman in like full covered up islamic dress sure like that's america buddy yeah just just the just the fact of of those kinds of people coexisting in such close proximity like mm-hmm. such close physical and temporal proximity to each other and the kind of like underlying competing trashiness and and beautiful freedom of it all just it it just it just gives me the Americas Aww. you know
0: that's so sweet.
1: It's just a beautiful fucking mess up in there. America
0: a beautiful fucking mess up in there. <laughs>
1: America,
0: yo, Dave. You wanna head over to the scoratorium?
1: Let's do it. Okay, watch out for traps. I roll. What? Do I have to roll for movement, or is that a free action?
0: No, that's a. You get. You get uh, one move action.
1: Okay, I'm gonna use my move action to follow you over to the scoratorium.
0: Okay. You arrive in the hall of the scoratorium. Around you, you see a long, shadowy hallway with flickering torches in sconces. Ooh. What do you do? I sconce the sconce. Okay. Uh, do you, does that mean you want to take it off the wall? Uh, it means I want to eat it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, like a scone. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to yeah, need in, you to roll it. In my out. mind,
1: uh, a scone and a sconce are the same thing, except mm. one of them is on fire.
0: Correct. Can I have a uh, constitution saving throw from you? Please? Yep. Okay. All right. I got a two. The uh, sconce burns your mouth and tongue as... Uh, oh, God. yeah. Ah. As you, But you, you do successfully ah. swallow Ow. it down. Uh, take 1d4 points of damage and then also apply that damage to your linguistic score temporarily.
1: It burns so good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. I see you've applied it. Um, what do you want to do next? Well,
1: now I've eaten fire. I guess I just want my score. Okay. You Wait. I check for crap.
0: Oh, oh, good that you did. All right. Uh, what did you get? All right, fourteen. All right. Having been burned before, <laughs> you take the you take the now uh, exhausted torch which you have extinguished with your saliva and hurl it on the ground in front of you. It lands on a loose tile. An enormous guillotine blade falls from the ceiling oh no. and just goes wham into the tiles and then slowly, slowly raises up again. Now that you've got the timing figured out, you dive over the, the fallen blade and uh, continue down the hallway. You come across a strange and mysterious contraption. Hundreds of gears and teeth meshing and working together, mm. spitting out a strange sheet of parchment with curious little punctures along the sides. I check for goblins. Ah, very wide. There are no goblins. Uh, your score... <clears throat> Wait, I check for scores. Oh, you find a score. Uh, give me a roll. Okay. Uh, that one is... 10. Dave? You got this 20 questions Tuesday challenge in just 10 questions! Hmm. There's something suspicious about this. What? There's nothing
1: suspicious about anything. Okay. I check for goblins. No goblins. I
0: check for hobgoblins. Oh, you got me! An entire horde of hobgoblins leaps out from behind the scoratorium. They ready their weapons, and then... Throw confetti in the air and yell, surprise, happy birthday. Yay. I, uh,
1: I take the goblins for cake. The hobgoblins for cake.
0: Give me a roll.
1: I got a, ooh, I got a 20. Natural 20.
0: you and the hobgoblins have the best time ever. Critical cake. And that's how you play. 20 Questions Tuesday and Dragons. Thank you for coming along on that wild ride with me. Baby, I'll go on any ride you want. We would love it if you'd leave a review for us on iTunes. Just search for 20 Questions Tuesday on the iTunes store. You can give us a star rating or leave a written review and we'll thank you on a future episode. For special bonus content and show notes, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com
1: slash 20 Tuesday and follow us on Twitter 20Questions2s. And you can keep up with everything we do at 20QuestionsTuesday.com. Our
0: theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license.
1: The music you heard under the show this week was by the late, great Billy Muir, licensed through arrangement with his estate. Check out the music of his extremely talented granddaughter, Emily, at EmilyMuir.com. You can buy her most recent album, Odyssey, at her Bandcap page, EmilyMuir.bandcap.com.
0: That's Muir as in M-U-R-E. Up next, Will It Diamond? A show in which two families compete to hit a block of graphite with hammers to see which one can compress it into a diamond first. Stay tuned. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David brunel Brutman. Good night.